If you appreciate the work that we do here at the Massachusetts Recreational Consumer Council, become a member. The link will be in the comments. Or if you think we could be doing something better, we also want to hear from you. Just send us a direct message on Facebook. MRCC's Canatalk is focused on helping you stay updated on what's happening with Massachusetts through an audio-video podcast. We feel it's important for the community to be involved in what's happening and what better way than to listen to the stories that are happening Live. today. So we just want to thank all of you for being MRCC patrons. It is because of you that we've been able to travel all throughout the state of Massachusetts and actually not even have us travel, have other people travel and record the final hearings. So shout out to you for being a MRCC member. We appreciate you. You allow us to do the work that we do. We are for the people, by the people. And today we are here in New York, New York. to see Jeff Sessions yes. get sued. Mm -hmm. So who the hell is Jeff Sessions? Everyone knows who Jeff Sessions is. He's the attorney general. We're sitting the cold memo. Good people don't smoke marijuana. He is mar marijuana is number one en enemy right now. Yes. And mm -hmm. what does it mean for him to get sued? Well, who are the plaintiffs actually? So I know Cannabis Cultural Association is one of the plaintiffs. Yes. Who else? Marvin Washington. He's an ex NFL player. Um, Alexis Portel. She's a twelve year old cannabis patient, originally from Texas, but had to move to Colorado just to get her medicine. Um, Jose Bellin, he's a veteran. Um, just a lot of different people who've come together who all need to benefit from this cannabis plant. Yes, so a veteran, a 12-year-old, an athlete, and the Cannabis Cultural Association. It's going to be fucking awesome. Where is it going to take place? It's on 500 Pearl Street, downtown Manhattan. Hell yeah. So what does this mean if Jeff Sessions is successfully sued? We don't know. Honestly. Yeah. It could mean a lot of different things. Uh, so right now it's a Schedule 1 drug, and that means it's the equivalent of heroin. And if it, it if the Schedule 1 is completely removed and it's no longer on schedule, it could basically become like something you find at a health store, at like a vitamin or, you know, it just becomes so much easier for people to access. Yeah. Do we yeah, want it to be change. completely descheduled? I don't, I don't know. It's, there's still it's so many too many implications. It's hard to know what you know the DEA or the federal government will do. It could be happens. a dramatic change to yes. the whole marijuana industry if we change federal status. So I personally would not like to see it scheduled from Schedule One to Schedule Two. I think it should be completely descheduled. Yeah, that's what I mean. That if you could find it, if it's completely descheduled, you could find it like at a health store. Mm. But that's kind of bad because that'll allow for imports and exports from state to state. Commodification. Yes. yes. Complete like federal. Quick, quick uh, commoditization and the ability for corporations to come in and just, you know, create some sort of business empire. Mm. So that's the reason why we need to create a strong local industry so that we're ready to combat the huge, big marijuana. Yes. Yes, that's why I, I would want like our Massachusetts industry to be developed before any sort of federal legalization happens. So we kind of have to be careful about what we do and how fast we're moving, but... Because if we don't have local economies set up, that means that a company from out of state could easily come in and just buy into... So, so that's why it's important that we set up a strong local industry before this whole federal takeover happens. 
Hell uh, yes. We need to be very strong consumer advocates and businesses. Yeah, so we're going to go see Jeff Sessions get sued on Valentine's Day. It's going to be lit. Um, but yesterday, we were at the almost final hearing in Roxbury. Can you all tell me a little bit about that and what happened there? It was amazing. There were so many people testifying, speaking their minds about what this industry is supposed to look like, um, how we can repair the harms of prohibition. And there were a couple other reefer madness people in the crowd too, as always. But for the majority, for the most part, we had a lot more advocates and that's due to everyone's sharing and everyone's viewing our videos and just staying updated. It's very important. It was the last final public hearing in the Boston area in Roxbury, Massachusetts. Um, there were a lot of advocates in the crowd um, advocating for important provisions such as social use, um, allowing smoking in certain areas and event licenses. I think that the people of Massachusetts really showed that we advocate for a safe and responsible industry at last night's hearing. We had a lot of good testimony, a lot of good recommendations. And if you're still looking to put your testimony in to the Cannabis Control Commission, when is the last day? You can submit the 15th by 5 p.m. And what email? Cannabiscommission at state.ma.us. All right, so send them in, let them know. The Cannabis Control Commission is getting a lot of pushback from Governor Baker, from Marty Walsh. So we have to make sure that, you know, the interests of the 1.8 million people that voted are hurt instead of, you know, a few politicians that now decided they like weed all of a sudden right. and want to monetize it. I heard a funny term that these legislators are, are self-appointed grown-ups. They're trying to limit what we can and can't do with our freedoms and they already lost this battle when they lost, when, when we voted yes on four. Um, those reefer madness concerns were denied by the people of Massachusetts. You know, we believe that this can be a regulated and safe industry and that's yes. exactly what we're trying to develop with these provisions, these are necessary provisions such as social consumption, such as um, event licenses, just to create equity, to create more safety in our industry for consumers, and um, we can't let the legislators push back on this. We need to be strong as people and as consumers. Hell yes. And any events that we should be looking at for uh, end of February, before February ends? Yeah. Yeah, there's on the 26th, uh, the Cannabis Community C3RN. Care and Research Network. C3RN. Yes. So the Cannabis Community Care and Research Network is having a, an amazing community event at Roxbury Community College. Um, and this is going to feature Commissioner Shalene Title, Chanel Lindsay, yours personally, and a few other really awesome speakers. Yes. So tickets are available and we actually have codes uh, that will give you a certain amount off. So if you're interested, contact us. You can contact Joe at Mass Rec Council and we will hook you up with a ticket. Yes. We have limited amount, so make yes. sure you reach out as soon as possible. Right. But it's going to be really awesome. There are going to be interactive tables. Yeah. Um, and then on the, something happening on the 28th? Yeah, the 28th, we're actually going to be doing a Know Your Laws Responsible Marijuana Consumption yeah. event at Dean College. So we're going to update the campus on how they can stay compliant with the new marijuana legislation um, and just make sure that we're promoting awareness, um, safety, and compliance with the new laws.
Hell yeah. So how can people find out about the Dean's College event? We're on Facebook. Facebook, uh, Dean College, Know Your Laws. And this is a sort of continually rolling event that we're having at different college campuses. So if you're interested in having us present at your campus, then send us an email. Send me an email at joe at mastercouncil.com. Hell yeah. So this is a super short episode. There's a lot of things happening, but make sure that you stay involved. This is your industry. This is the last the last leg of regulations being formed. So before we finish the episode, here is a short message to thank our sponsors. This episode of the MRCC weekly podcast is sponsored by you, the member. As a member, you get benefits. Check out all the member benefits on our Patreon by visiting www patreon.com slash mrcc underscore access become a member today stay informed this is your industry and now back to the episode a brief update on what happened after the valentine's day jeff sessions court date did jeff sessions get successfully sued was weed rescheduled from Schedule 1 drug into another type of schedule? Here we go. Alright everybody, so we are currently at the after party for the Jeff Sessions law action. Jeff Sessions got sued today by the CCA. We weren't able to live stream it because as soon as we got to the federal building, they made us get rid of our cell phones, our computers, our marijuana. We had to hide all of it. We thought we were going to... It was super high security, worse than the airport. And what happened, the outcome of all of this, is basically nothing. Uh, the judge did not dismiss the case, but he wants to be more informed. So he's going to take all the briefs presented by Congress, presented by the plaintiffs. And after this, hopefully we will have a clearer understanding of where the judge stands. As of now, nothing has been decided, but this is only the beginning. Uh, some things that I am concerned about is that if it becomes Schedule 2, if it goes from Schedule 1 to Schedule 2, it will only have uh, medical access. And this is a very classist and racist uh, action because it's, you know, medical use, the difference between a medical patient and a recreational user most of the times is the inability to pay for a medical card. So it's very important that the judge understands what repercussions exist for not including race as part of the argument. He basically wanted to dismiss the racial argument because he said that that's politics, it's not law. However, statistically, we know that this has been proven before. And so we'll just have to wait and see what happens. We're very excited for our colleagues at his Cultural Association. We are super excited for all of the other plaintiffs and to see what will come out of this. They already have like 600 million hits on media outlets. So hopefully this will be the beginning of the conversation, but it's long overdue. If it's going to be, you know, removed from Schedule 1, it should be completely descheduled. This is what happened today, and hell yeah.